Much thanks to Tulare King's Chamber of Commerce for connecting with me today at the Starbucks location located in Northwest Visalia. And much thanks to all my guests for their time. Upcoming for this next episode, we have Gil Jaramillo, Chief Executive Officer. You can reach Gil at G-I-L at mytkhcc.org and let him know that Visalia's podcast sent you his way. And he will help you with any questions you may have about the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Before we start this episode, I want to introduce you to a really influential person here in Visalia. He was actually born here in Visalia, is that correct? Yes, born and raised in Visalia, did Green Acres, Redwood, and all of the, all of the above. And uh, then uh, my wife and I moved to Los Angeles and began a banking career. We joined Bank of America and uh, worked our way up the corporate ladder. We were there for 25 years. Uh, we attained the titles of uh, vice president and uh, our grandson was born and uh, it was time to come back home. So we transferred back from Los Angeles back here to Visalia. I worked five more years for B of A before I retired and my wife continued with Bank of America for 10 years and uh, she retired after 40 years. Since retirement wasn't for me and she was still working full time, um, the opening came up for the CEO position for the chamber. Uh, I applied and I got it and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought I wouldn't do anything uh, else. I did that for nine years within the Small Business Administration, the SBA, came to me and asked me to join them to put together a business consulting team for Tulare and Kings County, which was a challenge, but I did. And uh, our team covered the two counties, helping businesses get started and grow and prosper. But about two years ago, actually two years ago this week, my old position came up again, and I thought it was time to come back home again. So I, I applied for this position, and now I'm here two years later. As your chief executive officer, correct? Correct. And so let me give you the information. So if you want to contact Gil Jaramillo and tell him, you know what? I heard you on Visalia's podcast. Here is his information. So you can call him at the office, 559-734-6020. You can also reach him by cell phone, 559-623-4518. And you can also email him, gil at mytk hcc.org. So we're going to talk about upcoming events through the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And we're also going to talk about information when it comes to becoming a member. So this is Emmanuel from Emmanuel's Automotive. Thank you for listening to Visalia's podcast. And remember, for all your automotive needs, visit us at Emmanuel's Automotive. You can reach us at 559-409-2133. Thank you. So please, Gil, tell me um, the ambassador luncheons. I've attended one at the Wyndham. Loved it. I sat next to actually um, a lady from Quia Delta. She won an award. I think Quia Delta won an award, right? At the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Chamber? 
I believe it was a nonprofit organization of the year. Yes, nonprofit organization of the year. So I was able to meet and talk to these people, very influential people in Visalia. What do you guys um, see for the future year for the Tulare King Hispanic Chamber of Commerce as growth? Are you going to be having different events? What are you guys going to do? Anything? You know, any changes? Well, first we'd have to take a step back to, to the inception. Of, we're 26 years old. We uh, started 25 years ago, um, and we've grown. Uh, we cover Tulare and Kings County. We have about 300 members in the two counties. So uh, unlike a local chamber that might cover only Visalia or only Tulare or only Hanford, we cover two full counties, which of course is not easy, but we try and help the, our members, business members throughout the two counties with different uh, venues. And uh, one is our ambassador's lunch. It's held monthly. Right now it's being held at the Marriott and uh, we have, it's one hour long. It's lunch, you just simply pay for your lunch, $15. And uh, we had one this last Wednesday, and it drew 47 uh, professionals to it. Uh, we have a guest speaker at each one of them, but we, we get you in and out. So it's for networking and fellowship and to get to meet other important people. Since we cover the two counties, um, we wanted to do more in Porterville area and in the Hanford area. So we started our unofficial ambassador program in both areas. And the prior Wednesday, we had our first ever Porterville Ambassador's Lunch, and we drew about 20 people to that, to the Rosa Italian restaurant. And again, it was a great success. People got together and <clears throat> had a nice uh, lunch, but also got to meet one another. And I see that you actually, June 27th, it says, June 27th, ribbon cutting the money store. I know my friend Patrick Cantreras, he's gonna be there performing. I think that's why I like your guys' chamber. You guys have these events. And who can see Patrick Contreras on the Thursday from 4 to 6.30? You can when you come and participate in the Tulare King Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. That's really nice right there. And Mini Expo, I see right here, Porterville Ambassador. So you guys go to Porterville, Hanford, Visalia for your luncheons. Matter of fact, as I was saying, uh, on our ambassador lunch, uh, this coming Wednesday, um, tomorrow we're having our first ever Hanford ambassador lunch. So we will have been in Porterville, Visalia, and Hanford on three successive Wednesdays. The one tomorrow will be at Que Pasa Mexican restaurant there in the Hanford Mall. And that's so it's open to the public and uh, you pay for your own lunch, but there's no cost or charge. And again, it's to network and we already have over 30 signed up for that lunch. So you're going to see more and more events going on throughout the, the two counties. As you mentioned, uh, we do have coming up the Money Store Ribbon Cutting here in Visalia. Then we have our Mini Expo coming out in July, and that'll be at, uh, at uh, Tachi Palace. Uh, it's free to the public. You come in, we'll have vendor booths there and entertainment and beverages. And uh, the Tachi gives out 10 Tachi dollars to every person there, so you can go out and gamble on them. So we do have events throughout the, the two counties. I love this. I'm looking at, the, at this little packet. He brought a packet. The design, the logo, I love it because it just speaks to Tulare County. 
So Chavez Web Design designed the logo for the Surrey Kings Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So are you guys going to stay with this logo for a couple years or are you going to change it at the end of the year? No, no. Uh, this replaces the logo that was in effect for 25 years. So hopefully this logo will stay for the next 25 years. So in 25 years we'll have another logo. But I really do, I was actually excited. I was at the event at um, the convention center and you were able to reveal the logo and everybody was like, oh, you can actually see that video. If you go to my YouTube channel for Visalia Journal, I uploaded a video and you can see the event. Everybody was just dressed amazing, beautiful. It was like prom, right? Were You were there, right? Of course. Of course yes, yes, of course. Do you like dressing up and going to the events? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they are very nice. That's our, our annual black tie event, and uh, that does allow the women to put on their finest and the men put on their tuxedos or their black uh, jackets, And uh, but it is fun. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. It's fun. It's fun to have fun. Uh, I think that's what a lot of people forget when you do your networking and all that fun stuff. You need to have fun at the end of the day because we all like to have fun. So Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber... Let's see here. It says, uh, currently approximately 300-plus members throughout Tulare King's County. 1997-2006, recognized by the California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce as a Hispanic Chamber of the Year. Wow, I am excited for you, the listeners, to join the Tulare Kings Hispanic Chamber. Now, how can they join and what are the different prices and benefits? Since when we started 25 years ago, the intent was to help the small business community one of the things we do is try and keep our, our, our dues and our fees as low as possible. So, for example, for someone to join our chamber that has uh, between one and five employees, uh, the membership dues are only $150 per year. And then it goes on, depending on the amount, between six and ten employees, 240 and then it goes on and on. So for a small business, one in five employees, uh, it's 150 and you would be put on our newsletter that's online and goes out to uh, 3,000 um, uh, addressees. And then we have, our, of course, our Facebook page, which is the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber. Please visit us and like us on Facebook. We just uh, exceeded 2,000 likes on that. And there we, we post up... Uh, uh, photos, pictures, we post uh, videos and uh, so as, as we visit members we'll, we'll take pictures or do a little mini video. So uh, if you want to know what we're all about, please check us on Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber on Facebook and you'll see tons of events and photos and little mini videos as to what we're all about. Yes, and uh, you, there's actually a website you can visit too and I'll get you that website right my now. My, yeah, mytkhcc.org and they're revamping the website, so you're going to see some differences probably soon, soon he said. <laughs> There's a membership application. Now, if you want to meet with somebody and talk about how this chamber can benefit your business, please give them a call. Visit them in downtown Visalia. Are you guys, now your business hours for your downtown Visalia location, do you have to call and make an appointment or is it open? It's preferred. Um, we do have, for example, I have appointments almost all day, but my, the office manager, Chriselda, I bet her she's there all day, and you can just walk in and speak with her. And uh, our administrative officer, Daniel Sepulveda. So we have two individuals that are there all day that you can just walk in and chat with. But to see me personally, I'm running around all over the two counties. Yeah. And uh, 
So a lot of times an appointment is preferred. And it's 119 South Church Street. So if you're in downtown Visalia enjoying some lunch with your friends and you said, you know what, let me go take a little walk. You can take a walk. It's right there near the convention center and the hotel across from it is... The Comfort Inn. Comfort Inn, right, yeah. So it's right there. Um, you can go visit everyone that's there, different people every time you walk in, and you can actually meet Gil and talk to him and see what he's about and why he started to become more involved with the Hispanic Chamber. Now, why did you become involved with the Chamber? I know you said you're in biz with the banking and they want you, but why are you still involved? Because it's a lot of work, right? A lot of work. <laughs> now, what, when uh, I mentioned that we left uh, Los Angeles to come back to Visalia, and uh, I transferred from Los Angeles, B of A, uh, and one day I was the vice president manager of Bank of America, 6th and Central, downtown Los Angeles. The next day I was a manager of Bank of America, Dinuba. <laughs> so that was quite a change, obviously. And uh, when, while I was in Dinuba those last five years, uh, one of uh, our members was Fred Reese from Reese Foods, and his group started the chamber. And they invited me to some of the meetings and some of the mixers, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So after I left the bank um, and the CEO position became open, I applied for it because I already had a little history for several years with, with uh, the chamber, thoroughly enjoyed the individuals. But most important was that um, their mission to help the small mom and pop businesses and help them uh, grow and succeed and trying to keep expenses down so we can keep the dues down and the fees down. So uh, that attracted me to them. And so when I retired, as I mentioned, uh, I thought I was retired, but that just didn't work out. A funny story I tell is that every day my wife would get up to go to B of A and she'd say, what are you doing today? And I'd say, nothing, I'm retired. <laughs> That did not go over well. And after a couple of months, she said, you're not retired, you're unemployed, go find a job. <laughs> and it just so happened that the CEO position for the chamber was open and I applied and I got it. And thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it and I thought I'd do nothing else. Except it came time to join the SBA to help small businesses. So I left the chamber that helps businesses to work for the SBA that helps businesses. And now I'm back to the chamber. Now, coincidentally, the SBA that does specifically helping small businesses start and grow has started an office there at the chamber in my office. Uh, and that's no cost, no fees, no charges. So we want you to become a member and enjoy all of the benefits and services that we have to promote your business. But you can also come in for free business consulting at no cost, no charge whatsoever. That includes things such as business plans, marketing plans, financial projections, all free and at no charge because we want to put back into the community to help the business community of Tulare and Kings County grow. And they pay once a year, right, for their members? Correct. Membership fees? Okay. So I'm just going to talk real quick. Membership benefits. We're going to end this podcast on a high note. We're going to talk about how the Tulare Kings Hispanic Chamber of Commerce can help your business. Now, what's great is that you don't have to have a huge business to join the chamber. You can have uh, one to five employees, and that's Toltec turquoise membership um, plan so you don't have to have a huge business if you have your own uh, they call them their MLMs right and side businesses like 
Arbon or Mary Kay or you guys support those, right? Absolutely, yes. And a lot of, uh, oh, for example, the, the right here, the IZ Corazon, there are members. And so we try and promote them also. So we have a lot of different members that are starting out. Some of them are, um, they might be consignment stores. They might be um, taco trucks. They might be a restaurant. It could be a dry cleaners. There every facet of it. Of course, we have our sponsors that uh, allow us to provide our services at a reduced fee because of them. And they've come through to uh, help us out. And let's make sure we give a quick shout out to the TKHCC sponsors, Southern California Edison, Bueno Beverage Company, iHeartRadio, Wells Fargo, Cahuilla Delta Healthcare District, Pacific Gas and Electric Company, Family Healthcare Network, SoCal Gas, and remember, if you have any questions, please call them at 559-734-6020. You'll gain exposure. You'll be able to attend signature events such as Dia de los Niños, Cinco de Mayo, Chile Verde Golf Tournament. You'll actually be able to be um, welcoming people to your business and have a ribbon cutting event. So we talked with Stacy. We're going to get a ribbon cutting event for here for this Starbucks. That's what our plans are. What's the importance of a ribbon cutting event, Gil? The importance, uh, not only to get people there at the day of the event, but we promote it well in advance that it's happening in a certain place, certain time, certain day. And then we do a video of the ribbon cutting. But more important is after we post it, we still do more promotion. So it's a, a long range promotion plan, not just the instance when they cut that ribbon. That's just the beginning of it. And then we come back later to do little mini videos. And, and we just pop in and say, how are things going? How can we help you? Uh, if you some individuals uh, starting a business don't know about creating a flyer and we help them do their own flyers. Wow. They'll come to us and say, I need a flyer and we'll sit down and we'll do one for them. No cost, no charge. Everything under their membership dues. We'll help promote it. We'll put it on our Facebook. We'll put it on our newsletter at no cost other than the initial membership dues. Thank you so much for that information. So if you have a small business, if you're not a member of the chamber, call them up. Tell them Jessica. Jessica did a great job of explaining why we need to join. I need to join. So a smart choice for a business person right now to do is to give the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce a call. Tell them that you want to join and... I cannot wait to see your ribbon cutting. Well, thank you so much for your time, Gil, here at the Starbucks Community Room. Remember to book your appointment here at the Community Room, and you might see the Tulare King Suspended Chamber of Commerce hosting some events here. So Gil, thank you for your time. Any words before we, um, you know, stop recording? <laughs> Only to thank uh, Starbucks, of course, here on the corner of Mooney and Riggins, and also Jessica, obviously, for helping us on this. And uh, please give me a call. Just say hello. Just say, hey, I heard you with Jessica, and we can get some feedback. And uh, so thank you very much, Jessica. You're welcome. Thank you for your time. And thank you to the Tulare King's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce for all that they've done for the community. Hi, my name is Jessica with Visalia's Podcast. I'm here today at the new Starbucks off of Riggin and Mooney, and please introduce yourself. 
My name is Stacy Haynes. I'm the store manager for this beautiful store. Good morning, Robert Miranda with Farmers Insurance. And follow me on Instagram at Visalia's Podcast to see photos and video of us tasting all these delicious treats. And Stacy, you said that these are special because what kind of treats are they? They just released them today. So there's some infusions that are to spice up your normal everyday iced tea. It's really rad, the process to it. It's free. I mean, that's the greatest part is so many people have already come up to us and talked about places that are going that they have to put down $50, $100 in certain things. Um, and so this room is not as big as a lot of the other community rooms, but we'll take it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it fits a comfortable eight. Um, if you really like everybody, you can fit 12. Um, it has all USB ports and hookups. It's got a USB connection to the TV. Um, the only real rules there are is that you can't bring outside food or drinks in, um, just for many various food yeah. handler reasons. It's understandable. Um, I know you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you got to eat their food, so. Right, right, <laughs> right. So, so you can enjoy some of our beverages and our tasty treats. Um, but I think it's really neat. Um, Right now, because of the fact that we're just opening, um, we have had a few people that just literally asked us if the room was available and they went in and started their meeting because they were normally just going to meet up in Starbucks. Um, we do have, I would almost call it like the hairdresser's book, um, and so you can reserve it. So we have a book up at the front. You can ask any barista. They can let you know when the room's going to be available. Um, obviously, like for Starbucks, a lot of district meetings are going to be here now. No pressure to us. <laughs> <laughs> the clear windows and the clear everything. Everyone's going to be watching you. So we are getting um, some drapes that are going down just so that people can have a little bit more privacy to it. We are getting a little bit wider of a table being put in here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, like people can do... We've had people that want to do a realtor meeting, they want to do a Bible study, they want to do a study group. Um, and all we really just say is it can't be a person, it has to be people. Like it can't just be a single person coming in um, and doing all their study on their own. Um, we have had a few and we just let them know if we do have a reservation coming, we're gonna just have to kindly move you back into the lobby. Um, but it's neat. Um, we're already setting up some kind of like some paint nights, some music nights and things like that. Um, but it's it's available for anybody that needs it. Obviously, there's groups and things that we don't even know about that need a room. Yeah. And we have the room. Yeah, and I can so, really see myself starting like a sign language class here once a month. Hey, come on over to Starbucks off of Regan and Mooney. I'll teach you guys some sign language. We'll have some coffee. And this, so this TV, you said that it's USB ready. So it's USB ready or you can stream to it. Um, I am not the tech fanciest <laughs> person, but <laughs> I do know that's what you can do. So people are able to like, they can present slides, they yeah. can present a video, um, anything like that. Oh, that's great. I love this because I feel like when I went to high school, we had borders, right? Do you remember borders? Borders books. Borders books, yes. I loved Borders books. I love bookstores. I love, I understand the digital age, but a, a real book and breaking the spine and, yeah. you know, falling the edges, like, there's nothing that beats that. Well, they had their coffee shop there. Yes. They had the books. Yes. And I remember we'd go hang out on Friday nights, and there was just teenagers there, older people there, parents there, just an array. I missed that feeling. For some reason, though, I feel like, that happiness here now because we have this room and I'm thinking how it's so good for high school students. They can reserve this and have study groups, right? Absolutely. Anybody can. There's no age to it. We had a 10 year old that said she wanted to have her birthday party here. Like let's have a Frappuccino party and call it a day. 
Um, so it's cute, you know, it, anyone is going to think of ideas that we haven't even thought about. Um, there's so much potential for this that's really neat. And I think too, the lobby itself is not sometimes the quote unquote like closet sized Starbucks. Like Starbucks talks about the third place and this yes. store embraces the third place. You have room, there's comfy seats, there's booth seats, there's table seats. So um, there's so many advantages to this store to truly embrace Starbucks mission of being somebody's third place. I think that's what I love most about this store is that you can come and make this your third place. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I'm just excited. I actually, <laughs> and, I mean, who would be this excited for Starbucks and having a boardroom? Right. But when you think about it, you're right. This is my third place, Starbucks. Right. Yeah. I actually just got married this past weekend, right? Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And guess what the first thing I did to cross <laughs> off my list to save money? What do you think I did, Stacey? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't go to Starbucks. That's right. For like three months. That's right. And you, That's right. the day of my wedding, <laughs> I went, I had to go get ready, right? And go get my nails done. I went and got some Starbucks. And I posted it on my Instagram. I said, look, my Starbucks. I didn't have it for three months. I enjoy Starbucks because of what they do for the community. Good quality food. I've never gotten food poisoning at a Starbucks. You can drive up and down California and make a pit stop, go use the restroom. No one ever hassles you. And what are your favorite aspects of Starbucks, Stacey? So funniest part is I am not the coffee connoisseur or tea connoisseur. Um, but I love experience. Like I love a customer experience and that welcomeness. Um, that's my favorite part, like how they get to interact at the register, how they get to interact at the handoff plane, when they're even just touching up a table and being able to interact with people, that's that's me, that's my heart, that's my soul. Um, I do enjoy their beverages and their, their treats, but I wasn't that leading up to uh -huh. it. Um, I just love that ability to really bring the community together and people bump into each other and hear things like that's what it means to me so you want people to come to the starbucks and say man you go to that starbucks and you can really feel feel the community right absolutely or you know i love when someone comes in and they're like hey james nice to see you and i'm like you just you that might have been the smallest gesture in your world it might have been everything to them mm -hmm. and that's that's my favorite part and you know even for us we set up the coloring baskets and things like that because we want this to be the neighborhood Starbucks. Like, so, wait, wait, the coloring basket? So I have a basket up at the front door and it says, color me. And so we have little like coloring pages. One's a Frappuccino and one's just kind of a theme for the week. So this is the week of kindness. So there's one with a world and some kids around it that says, be kind. And so it makes it so when kids are coming, you know, for one, sometimes we just immediately pass them a phone, you know, to go on YouTube or to stay idle and things. And this is fun. Like kids have had fun coloring, giving it to us um, or taking it home. And so we really are doing our best to make this the neighborhood Starbucks. Like we want your family here. We want you just to enjoy. We want to be part of your Sunday morning. We want to be part of whatever it is, like in any way whether it's small or big, like we want it to be your place. Well, I want to tell you something. The community room um, is just barely starting. Um, they've been testing them for, I think almost about two years, but it's been in small doses. Um, we actually are the first one in the entire area. So Bakersfield and Fresno don't even have um, community rooms yet. So Visalia is on the map for this one, which makes me feel pretty special with it. Um, the new Mary's Vineyard Starbucks. I don't know if you've been to Robert. 
It's very classy. I like how it's long when you walk in. Whenever I go, I always get my order. They always get it correctly. Um, I'm a big supporter of Starbucks because I have three children with a hearing loss. They opened a store for the deaf a signing store in Washington, D.C. And Stacy, so what do you feel like Starbucks brings to the community? Starbucks is all about inclusion. And it's everybody and everybody's welcome um, from all walks of life. People don't even have to make a purchase and can embrace and totally support Starbucks. Um, and I think people don't even know a lot of options, especially for deaf and hearing community. Um, we have cameras on every drive-through that is in Starbucks. So especially in Ben Maddox, there's about half a dozen people that they wave to us. We turn our camera on so they can read our lips. Some people know few signs, um, but if they can lip read, which most can, um, they're able to do their order through the drive. You being a mother, especially of a non-verbal child, you understand the importance of putting down your cell phone. I actually wear this right here through Visalia Unified School District. It's a, it's a, what do you call it? A bracelet, one of those plastic ones. And it says, be present all day, every day, all the way. And I think that we need to support parents and say, you know what? We understand apps are awesome. We understand technology has taken us. I mean, without technology, I wouldn't be talking to you right now through this podcast. But there's time, like you said, so maybe this can be the unplugged zone for children. Have you heard of that unplugged no, I have not, but I, I fancy it. I like the concept. There's, there's a balance for both, you know? My daughter has her favorite YouTubers and favorite things she goes to. There's a balance for both, but you know, for me, that was one of my favorite things to do as a kid. And I know sometimes when parents are trying to enjoy themselves here at the same time, keeping your child busy is sometimes that of a chore. And so it's a twofer. Like your kid gets to enjoy, have some fun with some artwork, and you get to truly embrace and just relax yeah. and enjoy. So, yeah. and you know, we're not the biggest push for kids having certain drinks or whatever. So you're still making it theirs. You're yeah. still making it their moment. You yeah. know, I don't need a regular that's a five-year-old as them, but I want them to be able to still feel a part of it and have some fun with it. And there are kid options, but I mean, you know, you still want them, everyone to be included. And oh, that's yeah. how we make it work. I like the little cups, actually. They have little hot chocolate cups. Right. Yeah. What do you guys say, Robert? So I like the fact that you say this is a community room, but this is actually a community environment with the total inclusion of everybody in mind. That's really appreciated by the community. Absolutely. As parents, well, my kids are grown, but when they were young, you couldn't go to certain places because you knew that there was absolutely nothing for them. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. Job well done. Starbucks and Stacy. Good job. Thank you. Well, Stacy, we're going to try some treats. We're going to take a quick break, check those treats out, and talk more with Stacy and Robert. Just talk to Stacy right now a little bit about her history and Stacy. So you're born here in Visalia, born and raised in Visalia. Ooh, where'd you go to school? Golden West. Oh my goodness, Golden 
Golden West. I always interview people who went to Golden West on this podcast because we're trailblazers, right? We're trailblazers, and I coached high school color guard for 15 years after that, so trailblazers is always in my blood. And what does a trailblazer mean to you? For Because we have students who are high school listeners for Visalia's podcast. What does being a trailblazer mean to you? I think it just means being daring and being bold and brave to try new things and start paving the way. Okay. And what did that lead you, that bold and daring attitude? How did it lead you here to Starbucks? Uh, I have been in the world of retail for a very long time. So I've done big box, um, some merchants that are in the mall. And so um, about 10 months ago, I was introduced to a recruiter for Starbucks. And my coffee journey started there. So technically, I'm still kind of a green bean. 10 months. Hasn't even been a year. Hasn't even been a year. So I was actually hired for this store. Um, to bring it on just because of the volumes that I've done in other stores. Um, I was sent to Clovis for about eight months in one of their, we call it the beast of a store because they had an idea that this store was going to be high volume. So might as well just throw me in and make sure I could swim. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then I've only actually been back to the area um, just for a few weeks. Hi, Emmanuel again, reminding you that for any automotive need, call Emmanuel's Automotive at 559-409-2133. Mention this ad and receive a no-cost vehicle inspection. Thank you. Hello, this is Robert again. Uh, so when I first came to Starbucks, rather I resist, was resistive to Starbucks only because I didn't know what I could get or should get as a diabetic. Uh, my wife ultimately has suggested that I get green tea with two Splendas and it becomes sweet enough. And she hit the nail on the head because that's my go-to whenever I go to Starbucks. Uh, what's nice though is I later, actually I found out today from Stacy that uh, you can go to the counter and talk to any barista or person there behind the counter that works at Starbucks and ask for their suggestions and they're able to modify uh, most drinks to your specific need, which is nice because as a diabetic, you don't know what to get or how it may affect you. Uh, not that they're going to be able to tell you how to affect you because everybody's body is different, but it'll give you a whole lot better idea. And Starbucks is very diabetic friendly because I was watching something and they said that... Um they actually help people when they come in and they do ask, like you said, right, to pick items like the protein um, snack pack. It has an egg and the meat mm-hmm. that they will help them direct. Right, Stacy, they'll direct diabetics to the right direction. If they come for, for anything, um, a lot of the baristas, anyone behind the counter will have a fair amount of knowledge to where you're just letting them know whether you're diabetic, whether you're trying a new diet, whether it's a fad one or even the the ramp of keto right now, um, they can give you suggestions. So you just tell them whether you're looking for a tea or a coffee and they can customize um, anything for you. And a lot of people don't know, probably about 70% of our orders are custom in some way. Could be for the bad. <laughs> an extra shot. Well, yeah, an extra shot, extra extra syrups, and an added syrup. Um, but some will do, you know, light ice, switching the milk. A lot of people are, are milk alternatives because of lactose intolerance. Um, there's so many different things 
um, that you still want people to be able to enjoy their favorite beverage and we can just customize it so that you still can. Yeah. What I was impressed with is when I had asked if the carb count was available, you told me that the sugar-free syrups, they're not going to give you necessarily a total, but they can give you the total per each product in there. Correct. That's nice. So that's actually how I calculate my insulin intake by the carb count. So if you tell me that syrup has two grams of carbs, okay, that's still something, but I, at least I can account for it and, and adjust. Also, yes, and also the mobile app. Once you put your drink in, it will give you, if you hit the I button, it will tell you your calorie intake and your carb intake. So even if you're sitting at home and trying to customize, um, it will also allow you to know certain things. So you can start figuring it out prior to coming. So that specifically because I didn't know the carb count and how to adjust it. And after 30 years, you get a really good idea of, okay, so this affects me like this. I need X amount of insulin units. So I didn't know that the information button would actually calculate these for you. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's going to increase my business towards Starbucks. <laughs> do you, Thanks, have, the, do you have the app? I do not have the app, but my wife does. Robert doesn't have the app. So we're going to make sure he doesn't leave the Starbucks. He's going to download it. No, the reason I was going to say, because the app it has nutrition and you can save your order. So you always will have your tea with the two Splendas saved in your phone. I, I actually drink the Venti green iced tea um, without any sugar. I drink. I've gotten used to the taste. I started uh, with the syrup, right? Mm -hmm. And then the honey and then the agave. I was trying to be all fancy over right. here. Now, you said something about keto and, and Robert, I'm going to talk to you about this as well. Keto and Starbucks. Those are two hot topics right now. What is keto and Starbucks doing in the same sentence? Because I heard you bring it up earlier. It's literally the world of customization. So, and again, there's, there's many different variances of keto. So some people look at net carbs, some people look at regular carbs, um, but a lot of people will come in and get an Americano, whether it's iced or hot, they'll add some heavy cream to it and they'll add some sugar-free syrup. So there's still things that people can get so that they don't feel like they're truly on a quote unquote diet. But yeah, there's absolutely um, the heavy cream options, the sugar-free options. Um, or we're just cutting it back. So some people do not want to get rid of their mocha. So rather than three pumps, we take it down to one pump and they start knowing what they can and can't have and how much of the intake they can. And maybe they're going to have celery sticks later in the day because yeah. they wanted their pump of mocha. But everybody, mocha. everybody, yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance. They're just figuring it out. But yeah, any diet, um, and it's funny because there's the, the secret menu there that, that kind of really doesn't exist, but people just make it because it's just customs. <laughs> like in and out, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's the same thing that you can go on keto Starbucks and people pop up what they're doing, how they're making it. But you said that you actually participated in the keto movement. Oh yeah. And, and it was actually really convenient being here. I would do my blonde iced Americano with heavy cream and some sugar-free vanilla and some sea salt on top. And like I was 100% in my diet, I wasn't splurging in any way. And then we have our protein packs with the eggs and the cheese, um, or our egg bites. There's a lot of yes. things that people can do. There's avocado spread, there's cheese, and so there's there's ways, and you know, for people to have gluten. Yeah. You know, there's all types of different things that Starbucks still um, wants you to come in and be able to be at the same table with Literally. your friend that's having a blueberry scone, and we're all eating yeah. and enjoying. And you're having your protein pack. Absolutely. And so keto, how did how did that change your world, Robert? Because I heard you say earlier to her, oh, I, I did keto. Right. So my wife actually started me on keto. Uh, my weight got up to 250 pounds. Um, oh yeah. You've lost a lot of weight. Yeah. So I'm down just over, uh, just slightly more than 40 pounds. So 
most people, when they say keto, they're cutting out entirely carbs, no carbs, no sugar. So I have to modify it just slightly because as a diabetic, I still need some carbs to get me through the day. Um, it also stops you from, or stops me from uh, binge snacking, so to speak. Mm. Um, so realistically, uh, in the diabetic world, you have what's called an A1C, which is a true measurement of your blood sugars over the last three, four, six months. Um, so in bringing that number down, it actually improved my eyesight. Uh, I feel better, and don't get me wrong, it's a rough diet to start with, but once you get used to it, it's a life changer. It really is. Um, everybody's body's different. They will tell you like if you start hitting a lull, you may have to intake your carb, but you may have to intake your fat as well. But the every that's what's crazy is it could work glorious for someone else and you're still going to have to tweak it for you. I and think this, that's regardless. The heavy cream, you said because it has high fat content, right? It has the high fat, but it has a low carb, so you can still get kind of that dairy um, kick to it for you. Okay. So quick side note. As a diabetic, I'm not here to give anybody medical advice, but I'm just telling you what worked for me. And that keto, I, I, don't get me wrong, I hate the fact that it's a diet, but it really was a life changer and- A lifestyle changer. Lifestyle changer. So that being said, we don't go out to eat too often anymore because it affects us so harshly. You know, We really feel it the next day and even that evening, it's hard. So to eat, Realistically, you're eating what's right. Mm -hmm. You're getting your vegetables, you're getting your proteins, you're getting your fats that you need from good fats. Um, but it's just a lifestyle changer and I feel a hundred times better. Yeah, and, and Starbucks uses quality ingredients. Absolutely. And I think that's what we forget when you start a lifestyle change like the keto. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important for you to get the carbs, the fats, but you wanna get quality ingredients. Do you agree, Stacy? Absolutely, I, and they do so much with testing and distribution centers and where it's gonna be cultivated and things like that. Starbucks really prides themselves on ensuring like the coffee beans and where we're getting it, that you're truly getting the best that you can. And does that affect you as a diabetic, the quality of the food? Oh, absolutely. So you can get, let's say a whipping cream from two different uh, distributors. Uh, just that I know that they're used by different people, different companies, and they affect me differently one will raise my sugar just slightly more than the other, you know? Or I feel it inside my body of, ooh, that did not settle right. But the quality does make a difference, well, so. Yeah, and people forget about that. I know, uh, like, meats, right? They say to get meat that has no antibiotics right, and grass-fed. Um, grass grass -fed. And, and it's funny, because my friends go, I'm not gonna spend $5 more on a piece of meat. I'd rather save that five bucks. And then a couple years later, I've, I've actually gone through a weight loss journey and they come up to me and they go, Jessica, what are you doing? And I said, you know, I, t I always stress the quality of the ingredients. And you know what? You end up buying less because you can't buy as much. But then guess what? You end up eating less. Your stomach does shrink. And like, you're right. We're not getting medical advice, but I've gone to a dietitian. I've been, I've had three children. So I had to meet with a dietitian through Quia Delta and they actually educated me and said, do not eat, you know, um, sugary items before 10 a.m. It'll raise up your blood levels, your insulin levels. Start off with a boiled egg, Starbucks. They have their boiled eggs. They have protein snack packs. They have peanut butter packs. They have cheese sticks. Uh, what else do you see uh, for yourself? Because you said you're not really huge for Starbucks, but now that you know about all this, how does it help you, especially as a business person, Robert? So as a business person, 
your constant, I should say, what besides me aside from everyone else is, I will meet you at Starbucks, or if I need to meet you at your home, that's not a problem for me. Um, but I'm always, what do I get where? Now that I'm aware that Starbucks offers this service, I'm gonna venture out a little bit. So as a diabetic, you tend to narrow your field of uh, variety, and well, this just broadened it quite a bit. Yeah. So expanding your variety. So Starbucks, keto, community room, we've talked about so much. Any Thank you, Stacy and Robert, for meeting with me today inside the community room at the location of Mooney and Riggin. Now, great news. If you have an Instagram, you can actually follow this, this awesome Starbucks. I see it's an awesome Starbucks because they actually have leather chairs in here. So you can come here. Tons of influencers will love this spot to take some cool shots of themselves enjoying their latte. Now, Stacy, give me the, the contact information if somebody wants to book this room and location, times, all that fun stuff. So our Instagram is my Starbucks on Mooney and Riggin because it eventually will become your Starbucks. Um, and we post a lot of things of events that are coming up, things that are happening. Um, our actual location is 3010 North Mooney Boulevard. And then our phone number is area code 559-302-6386. And all you have to do is call that number, any barista that answers the phone if you wanna book the community room or have any other questions. They can get you signed up for the room. They can tell you anything that you need to know. Um, and our lobby is open every day, 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then our drive-through Friday through Saturday runs till midnight and on the other nights runs till 11. So we've got the time for you to be here. Yeah, and the mobile orders, where do they pick it up? Because I know each, each spot has a different... Yeah, there's a super cute chalkboard toucan sign um, on the left side of the bar, and there's another hanging sign that says mobile order pickup. But if you go in, everyone will greet you and be able to tell you where your drink's at. That's awesome. So, Robert, please, um, let's end this podcast with some words of advice for people who do not understand the hardships when you do have diabetes. What, what are your words of advice for someone who just found out they have diabetes or maybe their brother has diabetes and right. they don't know how to help them? Education, education, education. I can't tell you how much education plays a factor. So the more you know, the better able you are to make an informed decision. Uh, so one of the big things for a diabetic is getting the advice from a non-diabetic or no one, someone who had, does not have any experience with diabetes telling us what we can and can't eat. I can eat everything you can eat. I just have to prepare for it. So right now the girls are having uh, treats from Starbucks. They look wonderful. Yes, I could eat them. I just have to be prepared for them. So today I'm not gonna partake in the tasting. I have tasted them before and they are wonderful. <laughs> and people need to respect, like you said, if you say, oh, I can't have that, don't push the food item on the diabetic person, right? Right. So everybody seems to have their, this works for my grandmother or they've got the cure. There's no such thing. It what's worked for your body best, you should know, you should be aware, and you should take that advice from yourself. Um, not that I'm a, truly offended by someone non-diabetic giving me advice, but if the cure was there, I'd be cured. Actually, see, you have a wrist, wristband, right? Yes, this is my medical bracelet. Um, most diabetics should have one. If they don't, get one. I've even seen people who have tattooed type 1 diabetes. Um, Where did you get this bracelet? So this one I actually ordered online. It's, what's nice is there's so many different outlets you can order a bracelet from. Just make sure that it is visible and it shows the uh, medical insignia and it states your medical issue. Yeah, it says diabetic and it
All right, Robert. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you, Stacy, And thank you for listening to Visalia's podcast. Bye. Thank you. Enjoy your day, everybody.